And just for everyone's benefit, this is a, an all-age talk, so we're trying to engage the children, but it's also uh, for the adults. Um, there's a lot to take away uh, from it for the adults as well. Um, but to start with, I just need one volunteer to help me up on the stage. Cassie, your hand went straight up like lightning. If you just stand there, okay, and I'll stand here. Now, if I take one step towards you, what have I done? Any thoughts? Isaac? Come clo- I've come closer, haven't I? And if I keep taking steps towards Cassie, the more steps that I take, the closer I get to Cassie. That's right, isn't it? So thanks, Cassie. That's, that was uh, what I needed you up there for, so thank you for that. And as Christians, we're always looking at ways that we can take steps that will bring us closer to God. Uh, We don't want to stand still in our faith. We want to keep moving forwards, both as individuals and as a whole church. So today we're starting a new series called Next Steps, and we're going to look at different aspects of the Christian life and think about how we can move forwards in those areas of our lives. And today we're starting with prayer. So uh, who can tell me what is prayer? Any thoughts on that? Go for it. Fantastic, yeah, we believing in God, worshipping him and messaging God. That's a wonderful way of, of putting it. Yeah, prayer is talking with God. It's not just talking to God, because when we pray, God speaks to us in all kinds of ways as well. Uh, so prayer is a conversation with God, and it's a two-way conversation. We speak to God, and God speaks to us. Now, Jesus wanted his disciples to take the next steps in prayer. And today, we're going to be learning about what Jesus taught them. And he started by saying, when you pray, when you pray. He didn't say, if you pray, kind of like, well, you might pray and you might not. He said, when you pray. Jesus expected his disciples to pray. Uh, Jesus expects us to pray because we are his disciples too. Now, sometimes people say, I don't feel like praying. I'm only going to pray if I feel like it. But, you know, the best thing to do is to have a time each day, a special time that you spend in prayer. So we make an appointment with God and we keep it. Now, if you were going to be presented to the queen and that day came around, the day that you were going to meet the queen, you wouldn't lay in bed and think, Oh, I, I, I don't want to meet the Queen today. I can't be bothered. You wouldn't think that, would you? You'd be there on time. You'd, be, uh, you, you'd wear your best clothes. You'd have your shoes shined, your hair combed, your face washed, looking smart. You'd be there, wouldn't you? Who's more important, God or the Queen? God, I'm glad you got that right. <laughs> it is God. He's the, you know, I never know what to expect, but that's good. Uh, he's the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And he wants to meet with us every day. That's exciting. And it's such a privilege. Prayer is not something that we have to do. Prayer is something that we get to do. And you know what? God is never late for a prayer meeting. He is always there waiting for us to show up. Now, sometimes people say, I don't know how to pray. 
Well, Jesus taught us, and we're going to look at that. But first, I want to show you how some of the religious people used to pray in Jesus' day. They used to stand up on the street corners so that everyone would see them, whichever street they were coming down. And they would pray in a big, loud voice so that everyone would hear them and know that they were praying. And every now and again, they'd have a little look around to see who was watching. And if there weren't enough people watching, they'd pray a bit louder. Why do you think they did that? What do you think, Isaac? People Yes, people would think they were a good person. Exactly. I mean, actually, they were showing off. They wanted people to think that they were super religious and holy. The problem is they were more interested in looking good than being good. Now, if... Uh, I'll, I'll go and get it. Oh, no, Leanne is there. Leanne, if you bring that over, that'd be great. So Leanne's going to bring this apple over. So, who likes apples? Okay, so that apple looks quite nice, doesn't it? Can you all see it? Looks like a nice apple. That looks good on the outside, that apple, doesn't it? What do you think? Looks, looks good? Yeah. It's a nice apple. It look, looks good on the outside. Shall we see what it looks like on the inside? Shall I cut it open and see? Because it looks really good on the outside. Let's see on the inside. Hang on a minute. See what... It... Oh, my goodness. Does that look good? Yeah. Would you want to take a bite into that? No. That is disgusting. It's horrible, isn't it? It's all... It's full of... Ah, oh, it's awful. You see, that was what the... Uh, just if those can't see it, looks disgusting on the inside. Don't worry, it's just mud. But, but you know what? That is what a lot of the religious people were like in Jesus' day. They looked good on the outside, but on the inside they were rotten and full of filth. But prayer is not about looking good. Prayer is connecting with God. And Jesus told his disciples, when you pray... Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, the word that Jesus uses for room actually means storeroom. So it's like Jesus is saying, go into your cupboard and close the door. Who's got a really good hiding place in their house? What's the best hiding place in your house? Behind the curtain. What what do you say? Yeah? Where's the best hiding place in your house, Alucci? Say again. The cupboard in the sitting room. The kitchen cupboard. Wow. Okay. Okay, don't give me any more because you'll give away all your hiding places. Don't forget your, your dad's listening, I know, so uh, don't give away all your hiding places. Who else has got a really good hiding place? Where do you hide? Uh, probably like going under my blanket and then I'm just like doing this. Do it lying super flat under your blanket. Okay, so you've got, you've got some good hiding places in your houses. Do you know, Isabel found a hiding place in our house. It was such a good hiding place. I spent forever trying to find her. I actually thought that she'd left the house. Now, she didn't want to... Um, demonstrate this with a photo but Angus was hanging out with us and I'll show you where she was hiding if you put this photo on she was hiding zipped up in a suitcase in the top of her wardrobe 
There's no way I was going to find her there. No way. No, don't any of you try that. Now, you don't have to shut yourself in a suitcase to pray. But the point is, if possible, we should find somewhere quiet to be alone with God. Somewhere where there's not loads of distractions and where nobody's going to disturb us. Because we don't pray to be seen. We pray because we love God and we want to spend time with him. Now, I don't know whether you noticed, but Jesus uses the word father a lot in this passage. Verse 6 says, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And then verse 8, it says, your father knows what you need before you ask him. And then verse 9, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Jesus wants us to know that we can have a really close, intimate relationship with God. But if God is our Father, that makes us his children, doesn't it? And it says it in Romans 8. It says, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Abba is a word that means daddy. Abba Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. We are God's children. And if we are God's children, that means that we belong to God's family, doesn't it? The church is a family. Now, today we've got some baptisms. Who knows who's being baptized? Do you know who's been, who, who's been baptized, Anna? Do you know? My family. Yes, they are members of your family. That's right. That's a good one. Does anyone know who it is? If you look behind you, do, do, do you guys know? Put your hands up. Put your hands up if you've been baptised today. Okay. So, Kaylin, Emerson, and their mum and their dad, Ben and Tracy, are being baptised. And one of the things that's happening when we baptise someone is that we are welcoming them into God's family. That's beautiful, isn't it? That's a wonderful thing that we're doing today, welcoming them into God's family. Now, if God is our Father in heaven and we are his children, what kind of things might we talk with God about? Now, I'm going to make it easier. Think of someone you love and think of the kinds of things that you talk with them about. And in fact, I'll make it even easier. I'll put some ideas up and you just put your hand up if this is something that you might talk to someone you love about. So the first thing you might tell them that you love them. Put your hands up if you, if you tell someone that you love them. Someone that you love. Okay. Uh, you might thank them for things that you've done for them. Do we do that? Do we thank people we love for things that they've done for us? We might sometimes have to say sorry for something that we've done wrong. Do anyone ever say sorry to someone? That, yeah, I think we all do. Um, what about this one? Who shows them something that you've drawn or that you've made and you talk to them about it? You do that, maybe something made out of Lego or a painting. We, we all do that as well, don't we? Do you talk to people you love about things that you enjoy? Maybe you've had a really good day at school or you've had a great time on camp and you want to tell the, the people that you love about it, don't you? Um, What about your problems and the things that you're struggling with? Maybe the things that have upset you. Do we have those conversations with people we love? I think we do. Yeah. And last one, do we ever ask for things from people that we love? I know I do. 
do you do you offer things sometimes from people that you love? We we have all, we have all kinds of different conversations with people that we love, don't we? But you know, some people only ever talk with God about one of those things. What do you, what thing do you think it is? Come. The last one, which was asking for things. Exactly right. Well done. So sometimes the, we go to God with like a big, long shopping list of all the things that we want him to do. We just ask him for loads of things. And there's nothing wrong with asking God for things. We should ask God for things. But wouldn't it be sad if our friendship with God was only about asking him for things? You know, like I'm married to Tissa, my, my wife. And what if the only thing I ever said to her was asking her for something? That wouldn't be a very good marriage or a good relationship, would it? There are so many things that we can talk to God about in prayer. And you know what? Prayer changes us, and prayer changes the situation around us. We've heard that wonderful testimony from uh, Tracy and Ben this morning of how they reached out to God in prayer and has completely transformed their lives and their situation. And I've seen that so many, many times. It's amazing and it's exciting. It's wonderful. So God wants us to know him. God wants us to spend time with him. And Jesus expects us to pray. And we can pray anytime, anywhere, about anything. Not because we have to, but because we want to. Not because we want to look good, but because we want a friendship with God who is good. Should we pray the Lord's Prayer to finish off? This is a prayer that Jesus taught us in the passage. So the whole church together, let's pray the Lord's Prayer now as we we conclude. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.